Welcome to 100% Healthy-ish. I'm Dr. Jill Murphy, a naturopath, intuitive eating coach, body joy seeker, and French fry activist. And I'm here to help you break up with divisive AF one-way approaches to healthy and help you tap into a dreamy, vibrant, feel-good lifestyle and body. I am in the process of putting together a brand new series for the podcast. Um, I was supposed to be taking a break at this time, but then the healthiest hacks just kept flowing. Um, so I'm just going to keep going with that. And we're going to roll into a brand new series with amazing female entrepreneurs and um, working women and just women who are incredibly busy, who are juggling many, many things. And we're going to be taking a look at their health challenges and how healthy-ish has helped them or how healthy-ish might help them. Um, it's going to be really fun. I'm interviewing so many really, really, really interesting human beings. So I'm getting ready for that. And I had planned today to record an episode um, about different eras. I'm going to do that next. I'll do that today or, or maybe tomorrow morning. But um I just, I, I do this thing on Mondays with my friend Pam. She's been on the podcast before where we Voxer each other. If you don't have Voxer, I mean, at first I thought it was so nuts. It's this walkie-talkie app. And again, I thought it was so wild, this idea of real-time voice messaging back and forth. And I've come to love it. Like, I really love using it with the people that I'm working with. It's such a fun, quick way to get feedback to people, to offer up advice and coaching. Um, and with someone like Pam, who I do some entrepreneurial work with, we find it's fun because we get to sort of like, as opposed to a phone conversation where it's sort of real time and we're, you know, chatting back and forth and sometimes interrupting each other or whatever as happens in, in friendly conversation, when we're using it for work things, we get to like really talk something fully out for the other person and then they can respond to us and vice versa. So anyway, on Mondays, we often just check in with each other. It's quite fun and sort of say, this is what my goals are for the week. This is what's coming up for me. This is what I'm noticing. Um, and this is what I'm hoping to accomplish by the end of the week. And it's just sort of like a verbal accountability situation. That's fun and, and um, helpful. Very, very helpful. And so today I was talking about my plan for the week. And it had a lot to do with just having fun and, and baby stepping through my very long to-do list and getting these healthy-ish offers out into the world that I've been talking about for months now. And an old version of me would have pushed these offers out within a month or two of coming up with the idea, pushed them out into the world, been marketing them like crazy. And this new version of me is really baby stepping and allowing things to take time to form and refine and allowing myself as a human being time to keep up with these things. So I'm not fully burnt out because I will say that. Um, a pattern of mine in my work, but has also been a pattern in other areas of my life. I just seem to have like somehow mastered it in other areas of my life, but I have not mastered it in my work life up until now has been pacing. Like I, I don't pace myself. And so I go, 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 go. And I burn out. And I think that that has a lot to do with um, just being completely 
controlled by productivity, like being completely run by productivity as a metric of success in my life and being really run by money-making as a metric of success and worth and value in my life. And so I talk about this all the time when it comes to food and bodies and health, right? I talk about we need to really start to disconnect our worth and value from external metrics of success, because if we don't, they just get transferred elsewhere. And while I think I've done a fairly good job of reclaiming worth and value, I will say that the one I have been continuing to work on for the past probably three years has been money and worth and value. Money comes and it's big and money goes and it's big and it always just feels like I'm on a bit of a roller coaster when it comes to finances and work and and, and feeling successful or not feeling successful. And so I'm saying all of this because today, as I was laying out my goals or my intentions or my thoughts for the week, I had this really deep realization that I think, and I almost don't want to say it out loud because I don't want to jinx it, but for the past month, I have been living in a real place of gratitude and acceptance and surrender and ease. And I almost want to barf when I say like gratitude. Um, I feel like it's just this really highly overused, almost cliche idea. Just, just be grateful. You know, your life is hard, but just be grateful for it. And if you're just grateful, everything will work out. And I used to sort of, I could see the importance of the concept. Don't get me wrong. Be grateful. Like you, like I have a lot of really good things in my life and I know you do too. So I could understand the concept of it, but the actual day-to-day living of it was not very good. You, my happiness, all of our happiness is fluctuating all the time, but my feelings of gratitude toward my toward my life were very fluctuating flimsy, you know, waffly, like, and I don't think that's real gratitude. You know, I think deep gratitude is like it weathers ups and downs, you know, but it was like, it was very, you know, dependent on if all these things were going well, then I'll be grateful for my life. And (laughs) if these things aren't going well, then I'm not going to feel grateful. And I'm actually going to feel like kind of a little bit of a victim and woe is me and why is this always happening to me and why can't things ever be easy? And um, I just had this really big moment today where I realized that I have sunk into a place of gratitude and I have to tell you, it's not yucky and it's not cliche. It feels really good. And you might be listening and you might be thinking, well, obviously that's because everything's going really great for you. And that's why. And if I were listening to you a few months ago, six months ago, even three months ago, I probably would have said the same thing. Like, yeah, good for you. I'm sure everything's going really easy. And so, you know, if things are stable and easy and I don't know, you follow the highlight reel on Instagram and it seems like I'm traveling and going for walks in the morning and I've got great kids and, you know, all those things are true. But also I just want to say, I got back from Toronto yesterday. I was with my family for the weekend. It was really fun. Um, But I got back 
and I was, you know, really realizing I was kind of run down from the weekend and doing things to take care of myself, cleaning up my office, cleaning up my bedroom, putting things away. And I realized that our taxes had come back on Friday and my husband had picked them up while I was away. And he's a very good human who picked up the taxes and went through it all and kind of like held the load of that information. Um, for the entire weekend while I was gone. And he didn't even bombard me with it when I first came in the door. Like this was several hours after getting home. I realized, oh my gosh, Jamie picked up that tax info. I wonder what it said. So I called him into my office. I was like, hey, Jay, you know, did you pick up that tax stuff on Friday? And he was like, yeah. I was like, okay. And this is something he does. It's what I love him so much. He's such a good partner. But one of the things he does that drives me absolutely crazy is he freezes when he's stressed or when he's worried about something and he actually gets very quiet and has a hard time speaking up or responding. And I was like, okay, so was it bad? And he said, yeah, it's bad. And I was like, okay, how, how bad was it? And I I will also say in his defense, as someone who has been my husband for 17 years and partnered with me for 22. Um, this is the kind of thing that I would freak the fuck out about in the past. So he had very good reason to like treat me like a landmine in this situation, you know? So he said, uh, well, and then he told me, told me what I owed for my taxes. And it's, I mean, massive. It is new car. Like, buying a car, um, an amount of money. And, uh, I said, okay, okay. And then, you know, I was like, okay, okay. And then, you know, he told me what he, he's actually getting some money back. And, um, you know, I just, we talked it through. I was like, okay, well, you know, luckily, so luckily I have this huge chunk of money set aside for taxes and it's only about, you know, maybe 60% of the bill, but it's good. That's good. We've got 60% of the bill covered. And then I've got some other money squirreled away over here. And then you've got this return coming that we can apply toward it. And then, you know, we're still going to owe this small chunk of money. And when I say small, it's an amount of money that could make some people cry still, you know, but I really am in full trust and in gratitude that I'll just figure it out. I'm going to work it out. I'll like pay off everything that I can. And I'm going to call them and I'll call the government and I'll make a plan to pay it back really quickly, as quickly as I can while saving up for taxes for next year. And I feel, I I just, even as I say it, I feel so solid in it. Like we'll be okay. And I feel really grateful that I've worked so hard in the past couple of months. You know, last year we took a couple of months off and we went to Europe and we really felt the reverberations of that very deeply, not just because of going away. That was actually the least of it, but we came back and then, um, we knew interest rates were going up. So we decided to finish some renovations on our house. You know, we were just like the market felt really unsure and unstable. And we thought we have a lot of equity in this house, but we were like, we should really get the renovations done on this house. My husband was off on a sabbatical. So we were like, we should use this last couple of months to get as much done as we can. So we invested money into the house. Then interest rates went way up. And at the same time, I decided to like pull apart my business and reinvent it and reinvest in it. So it's just been an expensive year overall for us in a lot of ways. And, um, 
Yeah. So I, I just feel grateful. I feel grateful that the past few months I've really been back on top of my finances in a really incredible way that I've really gotten us caught up on so many different things that we'd sort of let slide in 2022 that I'm in the position to hear this information and not feel completely overwhelmed by it. Like it wasn't great, but I wasn't totally overwhelmed by it. And, um, I just feel gratitude. I feel gratitude that I even made enough money to owe that much in taxes. You know what I mean? Like, that's a good thing. It is a good thing to be earning an income. I feel grateful to live in a country where we take care of people, where where we have taxes that pay for things. You know, I don't think the money's always used in the best ways, but like, you know, that's what the taxes are going toward. Um, I feel grateful that I love my work. I feel grateful that I'm able to uh, do a job that I really enjoy showing up for every day and that makes a huge difference in people's lives and that earns me a livable income. But, but I just want to backtrack for a second because all of this has been true for a very long time. But my actual reality, the reality that I was living was a reality where I was never focused I logically understood that I had a job that I loved and I was really lucky. I logically understood that I was doing decently well in my career, but I was forever focused on all of the things that weren't in place yet. My personality has always been to continue to set huge goals, you know, over and over and over again. As soon as I achieve something, I just set a new, a newer, bigger, better, badder goal, you know? And I'm just focused on that, what the next thing is, what the next marker is. I'm constantly taking in information about other people and their businesses and their lives and getting caught ever so slightly into compare and despair. So even though I was aware that I had a pretty great life logically, I was often caught in envy or a little bit of jealousy or a little bit of compare and despair. I I have said many times, I may have even said on the podcast before, like I would be incredibly stressed out when I wasn't making enough money or get bringing in enough work. And I would be incredibly stressed out when I was (laughs) like, it was like too little work, too much work, feast, famine. Um, It very much, very much, um, rep, what's the word I'm looking, I'm having a hard time finding words today. I'm sorry like replicated, represented um, the relationship with food that I used to have, right? It, it, this, this restriction binge sort of situation, right? Like it, it paralleled, that's the word I'm looking for. It very much paralleled that. Um, And so what has changed is the big question mark. Because somewhere in the past couple of months, as I have been reinventing this business, because even as as early or as soon as like November, December, I was still very much in like, this isn't happening fast enough. And I've got to get this out into the world. And I need to start, you know, getting these offers out there. And of course, I, I want to be offering the best possible work to everyone who's listening to the podcast, but like, it is also my living, right? It is also how I earn an income. And so, you know, when I don't have it out in the world, my income is dramatically impacted. And I was very caught up in that. And again, the idea of like productivity and getting things done, but what my life kept offering to me was slow down. 
the kids were constantly home. They were sick. There was stuff going on in my husband's family. There's, there's this, there's that, there's the other. There was just an unending number of things that needed me and needed my attention. And they were important things. They were not small things. And so somewhere in December, I think I just sort of gave up a little bit. I crumbled a bit internally when it came to sort of like resisting and wanting to push forward and wanting to push through. And it's been a long process. I don't think it was just in December. I think it was a long time coming. I think I finally just settled into what are all of the things that are incredibly good in my life right now? And through the end of December and beginning of January, like I said, I refocused on my finances. I cut back on all the things that we did need to be paying for. I asked for money in all the places that I wasn't asking for money where I should have been. I I started getting really clear about how much money I need to bring in to make our life work and what was just really nice. And I realized that I can really easily bring in what I need, like I already am what I need. Icing money is icing money, but like I can be super grateful for the fact that I can bring in the money that we need. And so I know I'm focusing a lot on money here, but this was like a sticking point for me in my gratitude journey. So if I'm going to talk about living in a place of gratitude, I think I have to talk about it. So I got clear on those things. And then I got really clear on all of the things that I love about my life right now without these offers being fully in the world. Because I've been bringing people in, you know, this, like I've been bringing people in. I've been, I've been creating healthiest blueprints. I've been like beta rolling this out in a very quiet way and doing bits of work every single month with people and just so much gratitude for that work and how much I love it. So much gratitude for the eating disorder work that I do three half days a week with the Kyla Fox center and what that offers me, the stability that it offers me and the ease, even though it's not easy work, it's work that I love. I adore it. I adore the people that I work with in that space, the team, as well as the clients. Um, I love that I have a team there. I feel like I'm growing in really big ways there. Um, so I just had so much gratitude for the fact that I have this really great setup and the official offers getting into the world is icing. And could I just enjoy that? Could I just let it be fun. And as soon as I started to decide that, guess what starts happening? You know, work starts rolling in and my business coach is messaging to be like, I really love that you're in this fun space. And that doesn't mean everything's good. Like I said, I got this huge bill in the mail and I'm just like, okay, we'll weather it. And that was after just also to be clear, that was my tax bill, but that was, I got an incredibly large GST bill in January. So I'm just working our way. I just finished like working my way through that literally. And uh, yeah, like I just finished my working my way through that. And um, then this happens. Like it's not like all the money things are just so easy. It's just that I have this attitude of gratitude, honestly, for like, we're okay and we're going to be okay and we can figure it out. And um, like I said, I think, you know, what has changed? Like I said, I'm still trying to sort through it all, but I think that there's a few things that have all come together, which is very much in the vein of healthy-ish as a process, right? Like 
we have been getting our space organized and getting the energy flowing correctly in our space, decluttering, clearing, organizing, making space in my brain. I have been doing some very deep work on my digestive system that has completely transformed my sleep. Just this weekend when I was away, I slept so deeply the whole weekend. Um, and I was thinking back to these literal weeks of insomnia that I was having in the fall and the spring. And I can't remember the last time that I had a week like that. I would, I would go away and have a very hard time sleeping the whole time I was away. And I just, I slept so deeply through the weekend. So I think that I'm doing all this fascial work that I think is really settling down my nervous system. Um, and I am not eating perfectly and I have a glass of wine several times a week and I drink probably too much coffee. I'm still, in, you know, still trying to sort of limit that and, and reduce that. Like it is a very healthy-ish approach, right? I'm moving my body. I'm taking care of my fascia. I'm taking care of my digestive system that's settling down my nervous system. Um, like I said, we're getting our space organized. I'm getting the structure of my finances organized. A month ago, I sat down on, not even a month ago, two weeks ago. Oh no, it was a month ago because we're coming up on the full moon in Libra and it was a full moon in Virgo. And I sat down and I thought about what do I really want to focus on for the next five months? And I really thought about like, what do I want my business to look like? What do I want my, my personal life to look like? What do I want my social life to look like? What do I want my marriage to look like? And there was just a lot of space in it and um fun and there was tweaks definitely that i need to make I, i'm still like like i made a really great sort of to-do list for the next five or six months that i can work on to make this vision happen by the end of the year um i need to block out time i want to be writing more you know there's so many things that i want and i'm working toward it but just even as i was typing it all out i had this real sense of ease come over me and gratitude and relief. And like, so much of this is really good right now. And like I said, everything else is icing. Um, yeah, I'm just thinking about how to wrap this up. Like, what is the, what is the lesson here? And I think that um, the first thing is that gratitude isn't bullshit. It's incredible appreciation might even be a better word, like really appreciating what you have. If there's, if, if I was to work my way through this, I think that finding deep appreciation for all of the things that I have and what's good about right now in this moment, and then making some space to dream about what it would look like if things were better, if things were even better, and without being focused on the outcome, and I think that this is really key, I've decided that I'm going to stop focusing on the outcome. So like making X amount of dollars more a year or um, this many new clients or these purchases or just outcomes, outcome-based goals. I've decided for the, that for the rest of 2023. Um, maybe forever, but definitely for now, I'm not going to have any outcome-based goals because as soon as I do, and this will be relatable to you if you are still really attached to like weight or pant sizes or steps, you know, 
as soon as I start attaching numbers to things, and again, this parallels my food and body journey so much, it's just translated into the work money sphere as I've left, as I feel really deeply secure in the food and body journey. Um, it just shows up in other places and continues to want to teach me, right? So as soon as I attach to numbers, it pulls me back into that productivity as a metric of success game. And so I've just decided that um, that is not how I want to live my life. That productivity is actually not a major value for me <laughs> in my life, you know? My values really revolve around space and adventure and fun and connection and um, productivity isn't it. So I've just disconnected. I, I'm really like into deep appreciation of the now. I'm into really slowly baby stepping through any, like everything else is icing. It's all for fun. It's all in service of the work that I most want to do in the world. And um, I'm allowed to move really slowly through it because I don't, you know, I, I'm going to take all the pressure off needing it to be something in order to prove something to myself or to, to be a metric of success. And instead, the metric of success is really how I want to feel in my life, which is key to this healthy-ish work, right? Like if you download, I'll put the link to my healthy-ish makeover starter guide. Um, it's, it's a freebie that I offer in the show notes for this podcast. One of the first things we do is figure out how you want to feel in your body and in your life so that we can make health decisions. But that it also bleeds into work decisions and money decisions and, and relationship decisions. It translates into all of that. So I think living in appreciation for me has been a combination of, of changing the metric of success, of working, making it possible has been working to settle down my nervous system. Let me backtrack for a minute. I'm sorry, I'm doing this like in real time with you as I record this. It's been a new metric of success and then I think it has been making space in my life to see things differently. And making space has involved all the things that we cover in Healthy-ish. Nourishing my body in slightly imperfect ways. Taking care of my physical self doing the things that I need to do supplement wise and movement wise and body work wise to settle down my nervous system. It's been getting therapy regularly. It is arranging my space to maximize the feng shui and the beauty of my home. Again, in a really imperfect way to make more space in my brain. Um, and I think those two things, a new metric of success and doing the things that I need to do in my space and in my body and in terms of my scheduling and the pace that I keep, you know, shifting up what I need to shift up in those areas in order to make space has allowed me to finally find a place of gratitude and appreciation for where I am and to be okay with it. And I know that I hold a lot of privileges and I know that there are a lot of great things in my life. Um, I know not everyone is in exactly the same boat for better or worse listening to this. And so I just want to offer up the acknowledgement of that 
but just the idea of it, like, are you living in gratitude and appreciation? And if not, what are the things that are in the way? What are the barriers? Because I'm telling you, this is so much more peaceful. And, and things are not that different. Like things haven't really changed in my life, but I am living my life in a whole new way. And like I said, it's still very new. I'm still kind of nervous to talk about it because I don't want to jinx it, but it feels incredibly good. Um, if this resonates, if you have thoughts about it, there's always a link where you can leave me a voice note or you can email me hello at foodfreedombodylove.com. I would love, love, love to hear. Um, and stay tuned because next week I'm going to start rolling out some new podcasts and then we're going to roll right into like, like um, podcasts with just me, me recording. I've got like a really long list of podcasts that I'm excited to record. And then I'm going to be launching a new series of interviews through May and I can't wait. Um, until next time, have a great day. A little update. Um, right after I hit publish on this, I got some text messages from one of my daughters at school and she'd been home all last week, not feeling good. And she just sort of was complaining about her ear. Um, it had woken her up in the night and just, she has this like achy bulging eardrum. Um, and we tried a couple of things and thought she'd be good to go to school, but she called and she was sort of humming and hawing about coming home and thought she'd try to stay. And then like a half an hour later, I got a phone call. She was in tears and she was like, please just come get me. So went and got her, brought her home, took care of her, settled her down, got her to sleep. And then my other daughter came home from school with a friend and they went out to the backyard to have a snack on the trampoline and she broke her ankle. And so I just found it interesting and ironic the way that life goes. I recorded this episode about gratitude, about ease, appreciation for just living in the acceptance of what is in my life. And then it just feels like it just hits the fan. Um, and it kind of did, you know, the ankle break is really bad and we're currently sitting here you know, I'm trying to work um, and we're waiting to hear if she's going to, when she's going to go for surgery. It's just like this waiting game where she can't eat and, and, you know, we're sort of like on edge all the time. And there's a lot of grief because she's a dancer and she's worked so hard this year for ballet exams that are coming up in two weeks and a dance show and a festival. And, um, you know, just, she was just talking about all the strength she's built this year and flexibility and, it's all just going to be gone, just all gone in an instant. So that's where we are. And I said something earlier in this episode about not wanting to jinx it and like jinxed. I've been, <laughs> but at the same time, I just want to say again, I'm so grateful that I'm in a place where my nervous system does feel, feel regulated. Like I am handling this much better. I don't know about you, but when bad things happen, just because of the way I was raised and the way that, that things played out in my home when I was a kid, when things like this happen, I tend to go into a lot of shame and blame. And I felt the urge to go there and I didn't, I just didn't. And like, I'm just so grateful for the preserving of the relationship that I have with my daughter, 
I'm so glad I was able to be there for her, to be calm, to, you know, feel a little overwhelmed by the things that I need to get done this week and the appointments that I have and the things that might need to get shifted and rearranged, but like trust that it'll all just be okay. It's going to be okay. Um, And then the funniest thing, I don't know if you listened to the episode with Sarah Jenks um, in December, but we talked about signs from nature. And as I, I came running up to my office to grab a couple of things, health cards and my wallet and phone and all that stuff before I left to go to the hospital, um, there was a ladybug on my curtain. And so if I don't know if you heard that episode, but I talked about, we talked about the signs from nature. And one of the things that had kept showing up for me was ladybugs in our house. And I have not seen a ladybug since the fall since, you know, since like late November, early December. And there was this ladybug and ladybugs for me mean luck, but they've also come to be a sign or a representation of just like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And so I saw this wee little ladybug and, um, I don't know. I don't know. Life just like, it's not going to slow down. It's not going to stop. It's going to keep coming. And how do we weather the storm? How do we build? That's what healthy-ish is about. How do we build the resilience, the tools, the skills, the self-regulation to keep going? You know, when we get to bed at 1am and wake up at five or when life spirals out of control. Anyway, I'll just leave you with that. All is well. We're good. Um, But I just thought I'd add the update because it hit us hard yesterday.